Hello and welcome to the Trading College podcast, where we look to bring you some of the most thought-provoking ideas about trading and what you could do to improve your trading. Hi guys, Raj here from Trading College and I'm just doing this week of the podcast, this session of the podcast, all on my own I'm afraid, on my lonesome, been left alone by all the other coaches, but probably for good reason. Uh, anyway, so uh, the subject of today's podcast is going to be all about really the kind of mindfulness aspect of, uh, of trading and uh, really when, when you get yourself out of sync, how to kind of get yourself back in because, uh, you know, we all go through periods in our lives and we all just generally go through periods in our trading where, uh, you know, we take a drawdown, you know, and, and that's completely normal. And I think um, outwardly, it is conceivably normal for everyone to look at another trader and think, yeah, it's not going to go swimmingly all of the time. But how do you get yourself back on track, basically? So, um, you know, I've done a few uh, mentorship sessions with people recently where this has come up. Um, also in the last mentorship day, that's the November mentorship day. Um, a lot of people have, have been talking about this as well. And, uh, and markets have obviously been just generally quite erratic. I mean, we have had some good trends, but we're getting into kind of like dollar reversal territory, indices moving higher now after a long, prolonged period of a down move. And, and really, how do you navigate that? Because your trends that you might be used to be um, trading uh, are ending and they're, and they're reversing. So you've got, to, you've got to really navigate that situation well. And this could be the time where sometimes, uh, sometimes your trading does go, uh, does go a bit wayward, especially if you're a trend follower. So uh, let, let's just talk about uh, routine first of all. You know, that's, that's a key thing. I think every day you, you head to your screen and, uh, or every month or every week, you know, wherever your time periods are, you, you enter your screen and you, you have a good preparation, a good plan. You often see footballers and, uh, you know, people like just general athletes, actually, not only footballers, like, you know, Usain Bolt, before he runs a race, he does, you know, his, his dance routine or whatever. And, you know, uh, Paul Ince, he used to have his shirt off until he got onto the pitch and he put his shirt back on. You know, lots of different uh, players and, and athletes have their own routine. And uh, specifically, some people have like run-ups, like Cristiano Ronaldo taking a penalty. He has a really strange run-up, right? And these are all to get yourself in sync for your task that you're about to perform. And trading is no different. You know, like uh, when, when I'm swing trading, uh, not for the day trades, just for the swing trades, um, every day, 8 p.m., I'll grab myself a cup of tea at the same mug. I'll sit down at the same place in the house. I'll have my screen set up in the same way. And I'll have my trading journal in front of me. And that, that's my routine. That's the start of my routine. Even before I look at a chart, um, that's me preparing myself. And, you know, what it does for me, thinking back at it, is it, it kind of puts me in the right mindset and the right frame of mind to know what I'm doing at that particular time. So we've recently been doing the Funded Account Academy where, where traders get funded by external funds and they, you know, they pay a fee and, and learn how to do that. And we, we've been talking about that a lot in the morning. So like every day at seven o'clock or 7.30, you know, arriving to the screens, looking at which setups are setting up for the day. Are you long or short, you know, for the indices? Are you long or short euro dollar, oil, nat gas, you know, the main moving markets, the most liquid markets? And how, what, what do you envision happening in that day? And that's the same thing. It's just about your routine. Then you know, what, what meetings do you have for that day? Are you planning on exercising that day? What are you having for lunch that day? I decide that all when I get up early in the morning. So when the first time I'm at my screen, I look at my diary, I think, okay, I've got this many sessions. I've got this session in the live trading room. 
And then I build my exercise routine around that. And then I build my trading around that. And every morning is exactly the same. Every morning is, and, and that really grounds me. That really grounds my mindset and, uh, and, how, uh, and how prepared I am uh, for what's going to happen in the day ahead because we can't predict the future. We don't know what is going to happen in the day ahead. But I've got to know that if it's going to run in my direction, that I'm going to run with it. And if it doesn't, I'm only going to lose a certain amount of money because my risk management is good. So that's uh, that's an insight into how I um, how I structure my day, both swing trading and day trading, because I, I didn't used to day trade before and I'm having to do that now. So I've had to develop and build a process that's not perfect yet and it's still in development, but it's something that I'm doing and it's currently successful. So uh, so that's looking pretty good. So that's that's day by day mindset and day by day routine. Um, there are also things that we can look at when things don't go so well within those days and within those months. So this is uh, kind of the point of this podcast really was about how to, if, how to rebalance yourself and recorrect yourself if you, have, uh, if you have hit a period of, of a drawdown. So uh, I think, you know, in your risk parameters at the start, when you first start your trading account and you first start trading, I think it's good to know how far you're going to go until you stop trading for the day and on that account. So normally when I, when I get a new mentorship student and uh, I start talking about, um, you know, I, I start talking about their account size and, you know, what their goals are, I'll say to them, well, what's your risk tolerance like? So I'll give you an idea. So let's say we, got, we have a 50 grand account. And the person who's opened this 50 grand account says, well, yeah, really, I don't want to lose more than 10 grand. You know, that makes me then think, well, okay, how can we chop this up? Because your target might be to get to 70 grand by the end of the next six months. But we've got to develop a plan to get to that 70 grand, you know, and this is, these are really conceivable targets. These are targets that are, you know, met very often by our students and we just got to develop a plan to get there and and really have the discipline to stick to the plan when things go wrong so let's say for example in i don't know two grand increments on the way down you know we stop and reevaluate you know so if they've got 10 grand that they're willing to use out of the 50 grand to get to 70 grand but then they lose two grand and they then we have a reassessment you know they call me they're like raj this is going on i've lost you know five six trades why have i lost them can I, can I get myself back on track? And then we repeat the process and then we repeat the process. So that's one thing about this mindfulness exercise is having the expectation of what you're going to do and having the plan about what you're going to do if it doesn't go your way, first of all. Okay. Then, for example, enduring euphoric periods. For me, this is even worse. So if you start trading well and you start making money and you are, like I said, overconfident and euphoric, that's where the tendency kicks in to just take any old trade because you're making money and you feel a bit invincible and you can take any old trade and you will abandon your process, you know, and because of obviously how well you're doing and you feel like you're untouchable, you know, like, like when a striker is, is scoring 30 goals in a season, they might just take any old random shot, you know, it's obviously less of a, less of a risk in that scenario, but it can happen, you know, and you don't want to lose that confidence, but then you don't want to just keep doing stupid things all game which is the same thing in trading. You don't want to lose that confidence in your trading because you're trading well, but you don't want to keep taking stupid trades because you're just going to lose money for the sake of losing money, right? So we got all of these things to think about and how do you get back on track? 
So for me, in that scenario, it is going back to the drawing board, even when you're winning. So when you're losing, yes, you go back to the drawing board, you develop a strategy, you test a strategy. But even when you're winning, you've abandoned your process, right? So you have to go back and think, go through your trading journal and go and think, well, what was I doing when I was winning? Why, why is this different now? What, what has changed now? And that's it. You've got that there. You've got it done. You go back to trading your momentum triggers. You go back to trading your PTS with the correct risk management. You know, you go back at looking at your, your higher time frame bias and trying to snag trades on a lower time frame. You go back to doing those key, key elements of your trading that made you successful in the first place. Now, if that's not working, not because of you not following your process, because of the market environment, maybe your system's not working in the current market environment, you then have to think, well, how much of a drawdown am I willing to let happen until I change something? So again, let's just say you got a 50 grand account, you're 20 grand in profit. Okay, so you got 70 grand in your account. You're sitting there with 20 grand's worth of winnings. You're sitting there thinking, well, how much of those willing, those winnings am I willing to drop down to until the system starts working again, basically? You know, or am I going to tweak my strategy at that stage? And then if that is the case, you go back to a demo. You go and do it again. You go and see why the trades aren't working. And when it starts working again, you come back into the market. So these are all just like little things that you can do that could really help uh, put you back in sync after a bit of a drawdown period of, 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 of either when you're trading well or when you haven't been trading so well. Back to process, back to testing, start back again. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say change your position size too much because I've seen this happen where somebody's taken a few, a few losses, they drop their position size and then the winners come back in, but they don't make the same amount of money back. So I wouldn't suggest that. Okay. But I, I would, I would suggest that reevaluating your situation and going back to the drawing board and starting the process again. And also if you've deviated from your process, going back to the process that you had when you were winning, that was very, very important things. Okay, now specific mindfulness exercises. Yeah, so actual things that we can do. Dan, um, in, in the session, it was a brilliant session about process and a brilliant session about structure, structuring your trading at the last mentorship day. Um, you know, he, he really, really re reminded me of something. And he was saying like the first half an hour of the trading day, because he's a day trader, is he will just see if he's in, in the correct ebb and flow of the market, whether he's in flow state, whether he's in the zone. And, uh, you know, that's, that's key. That is a key, key thing. Like if you're, imagine I liken this to being a substitute in a match that you're playing. Like if the game's really frantic, really fast and furious, and you just jump in, start taking trades, it's not ever going to work, is it? You have to get yourself ready. You have to prep yourself. You have to catch the flow of the market and be watching the markets really carefully and take it really seriously before you start getting in the trades if you're a day trader. If you're a swing trader, it's a bit different. That's generally, I reckon, for me, more about following the process and catching the market right. But day traders, definitely, you've got to be in this flow state where you know, you know, you feel like you understand the market and you've got the waves correctly and you're riding those waves quite nicely. You know, you're taking the next momentum trigger, you're taking the next PTS in the right direction of the of the trend, you know. And, you know, if you're losing, you're not losing a lot. If you're winning, you're taking your winnings at the right time. You know, that that's a very, very important thing. So, so Dan says for like the first half an hour of his trading day, you know, he's going to just watch and see how the market's moving. And if it's a trend day or if it's a sideways day, you know, he's going to start working out that very, very early on in the sessions. 
So that's quite nice. And then also not forgetting the fact that there might be news that day as well. So this all goes back to the mindfulness side. And uh, really, you know, this, I, like I said to somebody today, I feel like a bit of a hippie when I talk about it. But, you know, like meditation is such an important thing. Guided meditation, you know, managing your breathing at certain times, you know, if something has gone uh, away from you and you're not, you're not feeling like it's great, you know, stop for 10 minutes, put yourself a 10 minute timer on, you know, focus just on your breathing for 10 minutes, you know, nothing else, not about trading, you know, not about, you know, anything else, you know, not about your work, not about your family life, just concentrate on your own breathing on yourself on your own breathing for 10 minutes, you know, recenter yourself, rebalance yourself and then get back into the game. Okay, that that is such a good thing to do if you're a day trader. It really is. Swing traders should just be doing it, but but really at any time of the day, it could be just before you go to sleep. It could be when you wake up in the morning. It could be when you're stretching after an exercise class or after a run or something like that. It's a bit is a bit more calmer and a bit more zen for a, for a swing trader. For a day trader, I think it, it, because it's more emotional and there are a lot of emotional traders out there, balancing that emotion using mindfulness techniques is uh, is key. And that's not the only one. There are there are loads more. You know, being present is a uh, is a hard thing to do, and it's so important. So really focusing on the task at hand, living for the task at hand, being in the moment of what you're talking about, what you're doing, you know, what you're playing, you know, whether you're trading, whatever it is, you know, living your life for that life at the moment is uh is is really 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 key and really important i think frantic people you know and people that have chaotic lifestyles you know they need to balance themselves when it comes to their trading because then they're not going to get in the zone or in the flow state if they're if they're not doing that yeah so so really really think about that so we've covered a few aspects here like what to do when you're in a drawdown what you what to do when you're euphoric what to do during the day if you feel things are getting out of control and a bit more chaotic. You know, a lot, a lot of these things are really, really tangible and they'll really, really work for you. Um, but, but another thing that we, we haven't really discussed are your testing periods in uh, your, your trading. So, you know, if, like we said, if things aren't working for you or if things are working for you, you know, back testing and forward testing are, you know, for me, quite relaxing. And also they give me a bit more confidence in what I'm doing because with a back test, it's easy to curve fit the data to make trading systems look good, you know, to make things look like they make sense when you're back testing. But when you're forward testing, it, it doesn't happen. So when you're forward testing on a, on a demo, you will realize all of those execution technique problems. You'll realize how hard things are during like a European Open or a US Open. You'll realize, you know, how erratic sometimes markets are. So that is, is a really, really good space to go and test this mindfulness stuff and to test your process. So, um, you know, a quick, simple one will be, you know, like um, I, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that they take the first five minute momentum trigger on the US Open. You know, as soon as the US opens, as soon as we get a momentum trigger, they'll try and test that on a demo chart. They'll, they'll, they'll take the, every five minute momentum trigger, regardless of the direction, and see how it works, you know, with a good stop. And this is the thing, 
you know this is a, it's a nice way of trading if you can take the trade and walk off you know that's a process if you need to watch the screen to decide where your risk to reward is or if you automate your risk to reward these are all like these are all good good processes that you can use on a demo account to see if this works and there's so many strategies that we've got you know out of syncs level ones level twos trend predictors you know we've got we've got so many pts you know i can go on and on and on you just got to really give them a shot on a demo you know and and see how they go before you implement them live so you're you're basically there you're that's your training session before you go to your match you know that's your your training ground before you enter the live environment you know and and entering the live environment is the real game and that that's exactly where you want to want to be focused and and trying to make your money so the other things about mindset is um the stress of holding trades so composure is probably the biggest thing that i struggle with in terms of my mentorship students and uh, probably what most traders struggle with on the swing trading side of things because you could have a really really great position and you could should still stay in this position but just because there's a wave down a retracement wave everybody gets out and they get scared and then they see it moving up after and they that's it they get their sick feeling in their stomach that yeah you know roger's right and i should have stayed in a trade so this composure factor again i would say you know build a, and develop a process for yeah outwardly if you were giving somebody advice you would look at a really really good trend like uh, you know maybe like you know the oil shorts recently or something and you would say to anybody okay well if you've been in short in that well, stick in it if, if you're giving somebody advice but when it's yourself and you're you're in a really good short and the market's pulling back up against you you know you would tell your friend to stay short you know what I mean but you're getting worried and you exit because you're seeing the money roll away from you even though you know markets move like that up and down up and down in zigzag formations we all know that you know markets move in those ways so so what is it about you that's not able to to control yourself and have and remain composed and have composure to hold on to those trades and continue and again you know this is a, a deep thing you know if you're a swing trader it's much harder because you could be in a position for a couple of months or a month and for a whole week a market could reverse against you before it goes back in your direction and you have to be sitting there uncomfortably for a whole week for a day trader it's very easy you know it's not very easy to manage but it's a lot easier to manage because it will happen within a day but for uh, for a swing trader you could be in a really good position for two months and like i said have a retracement for a week and then wait for the market to turn your, in your position and go your way. Now, the, being, the, the thing is for me is being comfortable with not knowing what's going to happen next is a very important part of this because if you are fully comfortable with that, you don't know if the market's going to go back in your direction again and that's okay. Yep, there's nothing wrong with that. So just forgive yourself because that's absolutely fine. To be worried if you're in a long-term short and the market will trace back up, that it's always going to go back up and the trend's going to reverse and you're going to lose your profits. That's okay. Who wouldn't be worried in that scenario? But what you're doing is you're keeping the trade on the off chance that it goes wildly back in your direction again to the downside and you can enter another position. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to envision and visualize your best case scenario here. Yeah. And let's say five out of every 10 trades that happens 
you're going to win so much more than you lose that you're going to learn that lesson and you're not going to care. If you're new to your journey, that's hard to understand. If you've done what I've said about 20, 30 times in your life, you know that there's going to be at least 33% of them or whatever it is that is going to work for you. And that's going to wipe out all your losses and you're really not going to care anymore. You know, that's why the risk to reward versus the win rate are such important metrics to keep an eye on in your trading account because that's what's going to make you make money or not. Now, the the win rate is 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 calculated differently when you're a swing trader because do you count multiple positions in one market as one position or do you count them all as separate positions? So that that's something that you want to take care of because my my win rate and and that metric could change very compared can change very uh, very erratically against each other but i know i'm making money so i really don't care you know so uh being comfortable with being uncomfortable number one that's one of my favorite sayings by the way the second one is also being comfortable with not knowing what's going to happen next if the market pulls up against you yes you don't know if it's going to take all of your profits out you don't know and then the on the other end of the stick you don't know if it's going to go back with you wildly you don't know, but you've got to be comfortable with the fact that you don't know and that, you, that there's unpredictability and chaos in this market. Yeah, that's the that's the key thing. And having a psychological template to understand that and control yourself when that is going on is is key because they are very, very strong emotions in your body. That's why, you know, trading is, um, you know, how do I put this? It's like it goes against human nature for that reason. If we see pound signs and, you know, we see apples or food or whatever it is, you, you run towards it and you, you take you take the money. Right. So but in this in this scenario, you're, you're running away from it. You're running away from it. And then you're looking at you're looking at um, your, your how you can harvest it and how you can grow it. It's very, very different. It goes against human nature that does. So we're, we're training ourselves to survive against human nature. All right. So that's pretty much it for me. If you've got any questions, please let me know. You know, look out for all of these things that we're going to be doing in January, you know, next year and through the Christmas period this year, because we are really going to be upping our game in terms of the content we're going to provide over Christmas, because we know a lot of you are off and, you know, you're going to need some educational material during that time. And then obviously in January and going through there, we, we are going to, you know, have another round of the funded account program, the Swing Trading Academy, the Day Trading Academy. You know, we're all we're all set for all of these these things that are going on. So get in contact if you've got any questions. If you've got any questions about this podcast or anything, please let me know. Thank you, everybody that turned up to the Mentorship Day and the PTC Day. They were both really great events recently, so I'm very happy with them. And all the coaches, you know, the sessions have been really good as well. So hats off to you guys. You're all doing brilliantly and uh, your traders are doing well as well. So we'll speak to you soon. And again, if you've got any issues, don't suffer in silence, get in contact. And if you've got any questions, just let us know and we'll, we'll try and work them out. Thanks. And I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you'd like any more information, please visit tradingcollege.co.uk. We have lots going on there. We have loads of free events and lots of places for you to look for any information you could possibly need about your trading journey.